The schnozberries taste like schnozberries. Welcome back to the Hold Up What podcast. It's your host again, back for a Friday. Very laid back Friday. Fridays I found have been, I said this a few Fridays ago, where like you, it starts off good because it's Friday and then you get the whole week kind of catches up to you. It's like, a tr- hits you like a fucking truck. You get tired in the afternoon. You're like, oh, it's Friday. Thank God. You know, shitty feeling, but we got through it. So with all that out of the way, we're going to get into this date in history, September 15th. History has its eyes on, on September 15th, 1963, a bomb exploded at the 16th Street Baptist Church in Birmingham, Alabama, killing four African-American girls and injuring several others. The act of domestic terrorism took place during the civil rights movement and served as a catalyst for increased commitment to civil rights legislation. Legislation. The perpetrators were members of the Ku Ku Klux Klan. And although it took years for justice to be served, the event remains a grim reminder of the racial hatred and violence that marred this period in American history. History It's It's just your casual bomb in Alabama. So I was scrolling through TikTok last night and today. Um, Not so much today. For some reason, I felt like I was busy at work, even though I was only there for a few hours. But we have a new guy that uh, I had to kind of spin up real quick and... I didn't really have a plan for him to like, I didn't have anything written down. So I was kind of just shooting from the hip and whenever that happens, I tend to over, I talk too much, right? So I feel like I was doing a lot more talking than I should have. And I didn't really listen to this guy, but I don't know. The weird part is, is that he's been in the air force for 15 years going on 16. I think in like February, like he's been in for a while. I've been in for a little over seven, about two weeks past seven. And, uh, I outrank him. So I'm like his boss and it's not weird. I don't think it's going to be weird. Like he seems cool and shit, but I'm like, I'm not going to, I had to explain to him like, dude, I'm not going to tell you what to do because I expect that you know how to do it. So please don't put me in that situation because I won't, I don't want to have to do it. And I'm not the type to hesitate with that kind of thing. You know, like I don't want to have to, I just don't make, don't force my hand in that situation, you know, but I'm like, you know, these are my people. This is the office. You're in charge of them. I'm in charge of you and them. I'm going to try not to step on your toes, but here's how I want things done. And it kind of became, I didn't realize like how much authority I kind of have or yeah, I guess authority is the right word or influence because I never had someone that I'm delegating stuff to for other people. So like I'm not I'm telling him and he's disseminating that. And I but I have to make sure he understands my like thinking, you know? Not just like here's how I want things done. Goodbye. I could do it that way. I feel like that's bad. That's like bad leader, bad management to be like, here's what I want done. I want the office clean by two o'clock. And he's like, uh, do you want this? Like, and I'm just like, no, figure it out. You know what I mean? Like, how hard is that? That's like a dumb way to do it. So I try to over explain stuff. And, uh, but it is a little, I mean, it happens. It's not my fault. He's, didn't promote, you know, or he hasn't promoted yet. It is what it is. Like, it's nothing, 
it's not my problem, but I got to make, I just noticed how it was kind of, I didn't think it was going to be awkward and then it was awkward, or at least I think it was for a little bit because I was like, hey man, like I'm fucking brand new. I'm not brand new to the Air Force, but like I promoted pretty quick, <laughs> like, you know, and you're, you've been doing the same job for 15 years. I've been doing this job for fucking two weeks, man, you know, and let's do it. So I had to like break down, like, I guess my philosophy on leadership, which is kind of wild because I didn't know I had one. <laughs> and I, I was like, please don't kiss my ass. Like, don't be a yes man, bro. Like if I'm doing something and you think it's dumb, like, please God, tell me. I've been watching Game of Thrones and, uh, King Joffrey is not the person I want to be like. And I, I've seen I've seen Game of Thrones straight through, so I already know what happens. But it's one of those things like you watch one episode, you get hooked. So I'm down that rabbit hole. And uh everyone in that show kind of sucks, <laughs> besides like the Starks. So they're all like out to get each other, and I'm like, please don't let me like be like that, you know? So I told him I'm like, dude, I'm I'm like hands off when it comes to a lot of things. And I let them I want the younger airmen to like make decisions on their own and then come to us with their decision and then we can kind of direct them from there and he was like yeah i think he's i think he understood it you know i think he i think he got it what i was trying to say and i was like i want them to be independent to a fault almost like don't let them jump off the cliff if they're driving towards a cliff like let them go as far as you can and they'll be like wait you're doing that completely wrong. Here's why. But like, let try to let them figure it out. And he kind of looked at me like, oh, you are. He gave me that look like you are new at this, you know, because it's an I guess it's a naive way of doing things because I can easily just drop the hammer and be like, no, we're doing it my way or the highway. Lunch is from 11 to 12, not 1059 to 1201. You know, I could do it like that, but I'm not that type. I don't think that gets productivity out or productivity up or morale up. So I don't know. We'll see. But it was definitely weird talking to a guy that has been in for more than double the amount of time I've been in and telling him what to do off the rip. Anyway, we're going to move on because I don't think you guys want to hear me talk about work. It's weird. But speaking of labor, we're going to get into the, uh, the UAW strike. United Auto Workers. I think as of yesterday was their first day on strike. The big three, you had Ford, GM, and Stellantis. Those are the big three American car dealerships, American car manufacturers. And they're on strike. I'm all for strikes. I get it. They're asking for, what are they asking for? What do we got? They want to eliminate wage tiers. They want a 40% wage increase over the life of the contract. The 40% signifies the increase of CEO salaries. They want to restore cost of living allowance adjustments to counteract inflation. They want a defined benefit pension for all workers, the right to strike over plant closures, a reduced work week and more paid time off, limiting the use of temporary workers, increased benefits to current retirees. So I've never actually been, I am in a union, like the Air Force Sergeants Association is like a union. Obviously it doesn't do, we can't go on strike, but we can, we bring our, not demands, but suggestions to Congress and be like, hey, here's what, here's what's affecting us kind of thing. So I've never been on the picket line, you know, but I'm all for unions. They serve a purpose. They, uh, purposed, they throw a T on there. They serve a purpose and they usually get shit done. Uh, people are for them, against them. They're like, it hurts labor. It helps labor. Um, it takes money out of your pocket because you have to pay labor due or union dues, all this stuff. So it depends how you want to look at it. But the 40% increase is the big one because 40% sounds like a lot, right? Like you're like, how come, why? Like 40% is almost 50. Like that's, you're, you know, you're almost double, you're, you're adding a significant chunk of money to your paycheck with that. 
but the 40% is what the CEOs got as a bonus, as not a bonus, as their raise over the life of their contracts. So the workers are like, well, if you're fucking getting it, I'm fucking getting it. You know, and like they deserve like, you know what I mean? Like, why for why are you getting one? And I'm not getting like, what do you actually do that? I'm the one turning the wrenches. I'm the one doing all this stuff. Why the fuck do you get a 40% raise when you have you already have all this money type of thing? So there's that. That's like one of the main sticking points. And what I saw on TikTok when I'm doing my research on these topics is the CEOs of these companies, which is, this is the craziest part. I understand that they're public figures and they got to get out there and they got to, they got to show face and they got to like represent themselves. I get it. I, you know, I understand they have to do it. I feel like they had, they got to have better PR out there because they go on these shows. They look like CEOs. They don't, they're not trying to hide the fact that they're corporate. I'm not saying they have to come in with like oil slicks on there and act like they're the ones working, but they're coming on wearing like thousand dollar suits and stuff. And they say shit like when they get asked, like how come it, like the reporter, I think it's mostly on CNN. I've seen it. The reporter will ask them like, so they're asking for a 40% raise because they think that's appropriate since you had a 40% raise. What do you have to say about that? And then they dance around the question and then they get pressed. And if they get pressed, they say something along the lines of, well, if we gave everyone a 40% raise, we'd be out of business. So I need a 40% raise so they can get a 20% raise. And it's like, wait a minute. And then they move on. It's just like, all right, moving on. And it's like, wait a minute, that doesn't add up. So you should get more so I can get less. You know, it's one of those like, and you're like, wait a minute, the math doesn't add up, but then they just move along. And you're like, that was weird. But then you see these and you're like, oh, I can see why people fucking hate that. Like why it doesn't add up because you're getting a 40% raise as the CEO. The CEO is never turning the wrenches. Like obviously they're running the entire company. I've never been a CEO, so I don't know what a day in the life of a CEO is. And I know they have to answer to the board and Ford, GM, these companies aren't like raking it in the same way like Apple and... like Tesla are, but at the same time, like they're, they're pretty good. And I could say with 99% certainty, they would get bailed out if shit hit the fan. So, um, the CEOs go on TV to, and they're trying to like explain their side. Like here's the corporate side of stuff. And it just comes off as like out of touch, like just tone deaf to the entire thing. And I understand that because we were talking at work the other day and it came up like, how come the raises aren't the raises we get in the military aren't, they're they're like just below what we should get. I'm like, well, it's cost saving, you know? I was like, and it has to do with the average in a bunch of areas that don't make any money. Like you can live in the middle of fucking nowhere, Montana for like $15 of a goddamn day, $10. You know what I mean? You're living in the woods, there's a little shit cabin, you know, like that, they average all that in along with the most expensive areas to live like New York, New Jersey, California, these places. So you can have a really high end housing allowance that's like twenty five hundred a month, and then you have places where it's like four hundred dollars a month, and they take the average of that, and that's how they come up with some of these numbers. So we had a conversation at work saying like, how come that's the case? And it's like, and you explain it. That's that has to do with it, and what also has to do with it is that they don't want to spend money. At the end of the day, whatever saves them money, whatever they can get away with, they're gonna get away with to save money. The same way, whatever money they're gonna give us, we're gonna take. So that's like the whole back and forth. Like we say we want a lot. We say we want a 60% raise, right? Let's just say as as an example, just say I'm part of a union and they're like, all right, come to the table. What do you want? And I'm like, 60% raise. And they're like, no fucking shot. We're going to give you 20. You're like, all right, how about we settle in the middle? We'll go with with 40. And like, all right, we'll agree on 40. So you're getting your 40% raise at that point. 
which is not nothing, but it's not the 60 you asked for because the 60 would make you live a little, obviously 60 is more than 40. So you live more comfortable with the 60. So that's how I was like, that's why it's never enough because they always settle on a number that's just below the average to compromise because the one side low balls you, the other side fucking shoots too high, but you have to meet in the middle. If you ask for 30, they're going to be like, no, we're going to offer 10. Then you come to 20. So it's always better to ask for more and then settle in the middle. And the middle should be, if you're a good negotiator, where you wanted to end up in the first place. So the UAW workers, I believe that's what they're trying to do. And this cost of living thing is fucking insane because I know that's what our... Uh, union is doing now is saying you got to adjust this every, you got to adjust this at least once a year more than once a year because it gets adjusted every year you got to adjust this like it's got to be either on the fly every three months or at least every six months because you saw during covid post covid the chip shortage all these things supply issues the suez canal everything like the ports were all backed up because they weren't enough truck drivers there're not enough people stocking the shelves there's not enough you know what i mean like there's not enough workers there's not enough to keep the economy going the way it used to go and all these prices skyrocketed and by the time they addressed it it's already it's already past that point so like yeah we got a raise but that raise covered the previous year this year is more expensive than last year. So by the time this raise comes out, everything's going to be more expensive again. And the thought of some people is that, well, eventually it's all going to come crashing down. We're going to have like a recession and everything will get cheaper again. That just hasn't happened. So like that's the shitty way of looking at it. It's like, oh, well, you just got to wait till everything crashes. And it's like, we shouldn't have to wait for that because in the meantime, I'm paying fucking six fifty for a gallon of milk. Something that the grocery store for a single guy like me, it goes just me. I get Brady dog food once a fucking month, a bag of dog food. That's $35. So it's not like I'm buying him an equal amount of food that I'm eating. I spend probably on groceries just on my by myself. This is just groceries, dude. This isn't, I don't eat out ever. I occasionally go to 7-Eleven to get a Slurpee, but I'm not like eating out every meal. Groceries, I spend at least $100 a week. So it comes out to probably between four and four fifty a week, depending on what I got to get. And that's just, that's not including like paper towels, toilet paper, like shit like that. You know, like Drano, like I'm not counting that. So I'm counting just the food I eat it comes out to a hundred dollars a week and I don't even eat lunch. <laughs> I have a protein shake for lunch. You know what it's so like? I could be spending more and the Air Force only gives us four twenty eight a month. So like, all right, that's kind of reasonable. But then you get shit like rent, electricity, like all this stuff is going up. By the time they catch up to it, like next year, when we get our raise and we get all the numbers adjusted, everything's going to be more expensive again. So it's going to suck. And then the other thing that the UAW is going for, other than the cost of a living allowance and the 40%, is the reduced work week and more paid time off. So this just sounds lazy, right? On paper, you're like, these people want to get paid more, they want to work less, and they want more time off. It sounds like a capitalist's dream to be like, well, fuck you, and we're not, pay- we're not paying you 40% then. However, I did come across a TikTok, and this dude's super smart. I got to find his name before I sound ignorant. Give me one second. Dr. Richard Wolf. Do you Google this guy? He probably has a lot of articles written about him in the negative light. I think he's like a socialist kind of guy, but he's like a socialist. He's like a capitalist socialist. Like we need He's one of these like we capitalism's great, but we need socialism a little bit. We need more so like not get rid of capitalism and replace it. We just need a little bit more socialism in here. And he gives like reasons why he's like a professor of some economics or some shit. He's a smart guy. He's not just some Yahoo, you know. So he says the reduced the the reduced work week and more paid time off thing. He gives a good example of this, and I'm definitely going to butcher this. But he says, all right, say you have a hundred workers, right, and the output of those workers to fund what you're doing costs or you have 50 workers, right? Or 20 work. Restart. (laughs) 
you have 20 workers, right? Doesn't matter what they're making. It doesn't like they have 20 workers, their job cost to do their job to make the product costs a hundred dollars. Okay. That's the overhead. You use the hundred dollars, you sell the product that they make that costs a hundred dollars to make for 150 or 250. You pay the workers the one of those hundreds. You pay for more supplies for the other hundred. You keep the 50, right? So restarting again, just so we're on the same page. I don't butcher this. 20 workers, the output they they make is $250 worth of something. It for them to make the 250, it costs 100. And you have to pay them. That costs another 100. And then you keep the 50. And you just repeat that over and over again. That's the way capitalism works. What happens with technology now is a machine comes in. Someone invents a machine and says, you can cut, not you can cut. This machine will produce the same output as your 20 workers and cost less. So you're like, all right, let's cut some employees. Let's cut 10 of them, get the same output. But instead of giving the extra money back to the employees you kept, you're keeping it. So you're cutting half the, you're still getting the same production. It's still costing you $100, right? To produce 250. But instead of paying $100 for the employees, you only have to pay 50. So now your profit is 100. But, and you're like, oh, great. That's so smart. However, you just laid off 10 people. And now those 10 people who are making less than you to begin with have to go find new jobs in the works, the workforce, the job market where this is happening all over. So every job they get from then on is going to be paid less because of this technology that's coming in. So they're never going to be able to keep up. And you're like, well, that's just the market at work and this and that. What could have happened because you're getting the same output and the machine doesn't cost you anything extra because it's a machine. It just runs. You could keep the machine, keep the same amount of workforce, give them more time off. And still, you're making your $50 each time. You see what I'm saying there? So you're still getting the same paycheck, but your workers are getting more time off. That would be the, that'd be like the perfect way to do it. Instead, what companies do is, oh, we have this machine now. We don't need workers. And the workers we have, we're going to fire all of them and give them less. So now you're maximizing profits and all this stuff, which is the whole goal of capitalism, believe it or not. So I'm not saying we should just give all the free money away, but there's ways to do it where you don't need to fire people or lower the lower their wages. You can give them more free time off. So that's where like when they're in the UAW thing, they're saying reduced work week and more paid time off. And you're like, oh, it's lazy, this and that. It's like, well, you have the technology to do it. You can do it and still have the same productivity and still churn out the same amount of profit if you don't need the workers there. And everyone benefits at this point. You know what I mean? Instead of having one CEO get 50% more, you can give back more time off or take that profit and give it back to the employees. Just saying there's ways around it. And I'm not saying one way or another if this is what you should do or not. I'm just saying there are ways to to not fire people. Because when you fire people, it ruins their lives. It ruins the economy. It ruins people around them. Every company is doing it. So whatever. What am I going to do, right? Who the hell am I? But those are like the main sticking points. It's the 40% wage increase because they're trying to match what the CEO gave themselves. The cost of living, which is out of control. And then more a reduced work week and paid time off. So we'll see how it goes. But in the meantime, what's going to happen is car prices are going to go up. Awesome. Everyone loves that. Used car prices. Everything's going to go up. Used car prices, new car prices. I think if, I think if it, this goes on for more than three months is when you'll start seeing empty lots again, like we did during COVID. But the only difference was is that those cars weren't just weren't getting here. They weren't getting to the lots. They were being made. They just weren't getting to the lots. This is going to be different because the cars aren't being made. (laughs) 
So like once the it's not like we're gonna make oh the faucet's gonna turn back on and we'll just have cars again. Like once the three I think three months they said you'll start seeing dwindling new cars and then from that point like another three months like lots will be empty at car car dealerships and the cars they do have will skyrocket used car sales will go through the roof all this stuff before it balances itself out so we shall see i'm all for striking making some noise a little civil disobedience goes a long way so this might have been a boring topic but it's what's what's happening in the world and it's friday so it's not going to matter anyway. A meteor, a meteor can hit tomorrow, and it's not going to matter. So, with that, all, with all that being said, not to end on a grim note, but we're going to get out of here because it is Friday, and we're going to have some fun. So, hopefully, everyone has a good, safe weekend. We will see you next week. Shout out to the fantasy team, dickhead. I was playing, only scored like 0.8 points. We got him on the ropes already. It's only Friday, so looking to go two and zero, the hottest team in the league. You can put your money where your mouth is on that one. Why don't you bend over, and I'll show you. Bend over, you're looking right at it.